guys today we have nba playoffs some stuff in the nfl mlb of course and a few headlines in college well let's start off with nba playoffs um actually before i hop into that nikola jocic is your back-to-back mvp luke what's your thoughts on that one uh i don't know it's like hard considering playoffs like don't count but i mean he had a better season than he did last year if you like look at the numbers i think his assists were down but his rebounds and points were up. So I think Embiid or Jokic, I don't think he could have went wrong with either of them. You can make a case for either one. I think Embiid should have got it, but I don't think it's wrong to take uh, Jokic. Yeah, I think the whole thing with Embiid was maybe like he just missed more games or something like that. That could but, be. But with the Nuggets, like with the success they had without Jamal Murray, I mean, I, I, it makes sense. So yeah. To make the playoffs as a six seed, and he literally carried the shit out. Like, it was ridiculous how much he carried them. But it's interesting because Giannis and Jokic, the last four MVPs, and they're both international players. And, like, the top three guys to win it this year were all international guys in the top three. And, obviously, so that's, like, Giannis, Jokic, uh, Embiid, and then even Luka's probably going to win once here, here sometime soon. So, kind of crazy that, like, four of the best guys in the league are all international. Well, you know what they say, if it ain't foreign, it's boring. Exactly. So uh, let's hop into the games. We're going to talk about like games three and four from, uh, I mean, just all the series, but let's start off with Philly versus Miami. So Philly comes home, wins two. The series is now tied 2-2. Uh, game three, just an all-out defensive showing for the 76ers. Uh, I mean, on the heat, Heat's part, Jimmy Butler had 33-9. and nine. Then in game four, Jimmy again with 40. But uh, I mean, she should call me James because I'm going hard in this bitch. Fucking 31, seven and nine. James Harden finally stepping up for these guys. Yeah, it's about damn time. But I guarantee you the next game, he's not going to show up. I, or he'll like, he'll be solid. But I mean, it is just like that, the Sun series, which we'll get to. But you're letting the team get hot. Like, Going up 2-0 is not always good when you go to the other the next team's place and then they go up tie it 2-2 because now they have all the momentum and they just gotta win. They just gotta win two of the next three. So it's I don't know. Um the Sixers with a bead, they're a problem for the Heat because they have to what do you do with Embiid? Like you let him go off for 40 or 50, or you have to double him and let everyone else go off. Like they're such a tough matchup. Yeah, and I mean, there's even plays with Embiid, like he's got the mask on and everything, and Bam out of bio, like on purpose, would foul the living shit out of him, and he'd still finish at the rack, and it's like, holy shit, like Joel Embiid's just a different human being. He's a monster. Um, like you saw this game, he only had 24 and 11, and only had two assists, but they keep doubling him like they do. He just swings it, and they swing it around and get the open shot, because they got three-point shooters and scorers all around them floor so i don't know i i think miami still wins the series but oh for sure i don't know it's gonna be tough i think you gotta if you're the heat you gotta so they benched duncan robinson because he started shooting bad but now you have no three-point shooting at all on your team it's like you gotta get him back in the lineup yeah i mean the whole thing about being a shooter is like shooting out of slumps like you don't I feel like you just don't sit down and then come off the bench and end up like shooting good again. Like, I think you just got to get them out of you. Yeah. Because now if he come, if they do start playing again, now he's going to have so much pressure on him to make shots. Cause like you literally benched him last time. He didn't make shots. So now it's like, he has to make them. Otherwise he's got all this pressure. Otherwise he's not going to play. Like you sign him five years, 90 million. Why the hell are you not playing him? He's like one of the best. If he gets hot, he's one of the best shooters in the league. Yeah, I, know. I just feel totally confident in the Heat, though, to end up winning the series. I mean, they just have dogs on their team that I feel like are, well, obviously, they're hungry dogs, and hungry dogs run faster. 
but I think the Heat are just a way better team for the playoffs. Yeah, and I don't think you're going to get 31 out of Harden and 16 fourth-quarter points from Harden in any other game this series. No. Then moving on to Suns-Mavs, Lou kind of brought it up earlier, but this series is also tied 2-2. Um, I mean, game three, you're not going to win when Jay Crowder is your leading scorer and Jalen Brunson's just a dog. But game four, fucking Dorian Finley-Smith and Davis Bertans, fucking, they're stepping up big. And Chris Paul, I mean, he followed out this game, but still, like, Satchi, he's, like, nowhere to be found pretty much. But, um, yeah, I guess I'll just let you talk about this. I have more to say, but uh, I'll let you dive into it a little bit. Yeah, that's back-to-back games now. Chris Paul has not played good. And, like, it's clear if he doesn't play good, they're not going to win. Like, Booker's going to Booker's gonna show up every night. It's just how, who he is. Like, it don't matter. But Chris Paul is literally the difference maker. And DeAndre Ayton is just such a little – he's such a pussy down low. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is the, probably the softest player in the league. Other than him, Carl Anthony Towns, Jaron Jackson, those three bigs, you just put a finger on them and they're going to fly around and probably miss a layup. It's ridiculous. And with the Mavs, it's like they live and die by the three. And at home, role players make shots at home. On the road, it's a different story usually. And they're just a bunch of role players that are knocking down threes when they play at home. But it, if you're Phoenix, you got to go back to the uh, strategy of let Luca do his thing and just shut down everyone else. I think that's what they did games one and two. And then they flipped it and like, we got to stop Luca. And now everyone else is playing good. But just go back to letting Luca do whatever he wants and just stop it, everyone else. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like what you're saying is uh the three point shooting like of role players when they get home. <laughs> like Davis Bertans, <laughs> I shout out Jack. He said Embiid's the best player in the league. Whatever. A bunch, some people were saying like who they think MVP should be. I said Davis Bertans because yeah. I don't know. Like the announcers were even going nuts for him. I need to like say some quotes that th- this announcer was on fire. I'm sorry, like I forget his name, but he's with Richard Jefferson. And here's just some of the quotes. Uh, he said, Luca is playing with his food out there, but whatever that means. Then uh, some guy like got a layup and he said he's stunting like his daddy right now. And then uh, <laughs> Bertans hit a three-pointer. He goes, Bertans with a three. Oh, it's wet. And then he goes, uh, Devin Booker is like sizing a person up, gets a layup. He goes, got him with the hezzy. Ooh, little sauce by Devin Booker. And then uh, fucking near the end of the game, Luca's just rolling. And uh, he goes, little machine gun dribble and dime to Keebler or Maxi Cleaver, whatever. But machine gun dribble, never heard that in my life. But I that whole game, <laughs> I was just interested in what the announcer was saying, let alone the game. And yeah, fuck the Mavs won. But it, it's an, I think it's similar to the Heat series. You get the momentum, but in the end of the day, I think the Suns uh, win in like seven. I think yeah. the other game goes, seven, the other series goes seven. It's just going to be a home team back and forth. Uh, next series, we have Warriors versus Grizzlies. Um, so I called it. Warriors are up two to one. Uh, Warriors lose at the Grizzlies game two. And then I said, I go, <laughs> the minute they step into Golden State, it's over. Like they're going to just tear them to shreds. Sure, shit, they did beat them by like damn near 30. Um, I mean, everybody on the Warriors got theirs. I mean, even Draymond had his, you know, casual five, five and eight kind of night. And uh, yeah, Jordan Poole and Curry both having like 30, like this Warriors team's just different. They're, they're so, they're so fun to watch when they're making shots. Cause every shot they like clay shooting that runner off one foot. I mean, it's going to go in how he was shooting that night. Like they shot, they were shooting. At one point in the third quarter, they're shooting 70% from the field. Like, you're not going to fucking win if you let a, let a team shoot 70% from the field, and especially these guys. And these guys, when they get up like this, they're just going to finish you. Like, I, this this series, I think, is over, especially because Jaws out next series. And literally, the only person – say what you want. They went 20-5 and five or whatever it was during the season without Jaw. You think the Warriors are going to let that – going to Golden State, you think they're going to – let this Memphis team without John Morant beat them. Not a chance they beat them. And John's the only source of offense they have in this series. It's ridiculous. And it's over. Kaminga is a monster. I thought he would be. He's just really young. And 
now that he starts. And then Jordan Poole comes in and plays against bench guys from Memphis. It's not fair. Yeah, I mean, even Andrew Wiggins, like, he sleep on him all he want. Like, he, like, still, what do you have, like, 17, something like that? Like, he's an all-star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, this team is just ridiculous. Like, when they get it going, they're – they shot 63% from the field on the game, 53. What was the total points they had, 140-something? 42. Yeah, it's literally, like, NBA all-star numbers. They're, they're such a good team. It's ridiculous. And this is, like, the first game, so obviously – Game one, Draymond got left the game early because he got thrown out. And then the next game, Gary Payton didn't play the whole game. So it's like it's hard to like adjust after that. This is like the first game of the series where they just had their team. No one got hurt. No one got fouled, fouled out. No one like did anything. Well, they Gary just... Payton's out for a while, isn't he? Or did he play? Yeah. Well, like, yeah. He, no, like I'm saying he didn't. He missed like the second half of that game. So like it's hard to adjust in middle of the oh, game. Right, like right. Yep. This is the first game where they were just. No, nothing happened. They just played basketball and they just dominated. And people thinking that um, Jordan Poole should be out for the next game because he he was the one that hurt Ja. You think that's what fucked up Ja Morant's knee and not him running into Clay like full speed <laughs> and in the air? Like what? Like you think that's what did it? And they're saying he did it on purpose. It's like no, he's grabbing like for the ball, grabbing for anything. And Skip Bayless had a good point. He said. He thought he was maybe pulling Jaw away so Wiggins could get the ball, which would be a foul, but not like a flagrant or anything or suspension. He's just playing basketball. You think in his mind at that moment, he's like, oh, I'm going to grab his knee and like, no, he's just playing basketball. Well, he even tweeted out too. He said, or I don't know if he tweeted out or his post-game interview. Yeah. But he's like, he's like, I have no intentions in hurting people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, and then Jaw. I tweeted like broke the code and then he deleted it right away. Yeah. He's knew he was he was knew he was wrong. It's like, dude, shut up. <laughs> Luke hates job, man. But uh right. then let's move on to Celtics Bucks. Game three, what a ending. Uh Marcus Smart chucks up. I mean, you call it a shitty shot, but gets like tipped up like nine times. And Al Horford ends up tipping it in, but the buzzer went off while it's in his hand. Uh, Bucks end up winning. I mean, that's a really tough loss for the Celtics, but this is going to be another one of them series. This is just a great series, I think. Yeah, this is cool. I mean, Boston deserved to win. Like, Tatum shoots 4 of 19 and 0 of 6 from 3. He had 10 points. He doesn't – like, th- this was, like, the game where – this was this the playoffs. You're number two seed. You're the hottest team in basketball. This is your time, Tatum and Jalen Brown, to step up and show why – like Tatum, why you are an MVP guy. And he does this all the time, though. He has games where he just doesn't show up. Like, if he just makes four four more shots or even two more shots, they win the game. It's ridiculous. Or one three. He just makes one of his six threes he shot. But, I mean, this was all Giannis. I mean, he just, he just dominated 42, 12, and 8. Like, 16 and 3 shooting, he just dominated. That's the thing, too. Like, the Bucs can beat you so many ways. Like, you can have either Giannis backpack you or you can just create for everybody else and you have all these random fucking uh, role players just step up and that's how the Bucs can beat you. Like, it's it's insane. Like, with the 76ers, let's say, you were saying earlier, like, oh, you double Embiid and then have the rest of the guys step up, which, I mean, but the difference between the Sixers and the Bucs, in my opinion, is the Bucs, like, role players step up way more than the 76ers. Oh players do so and they're just a better coach team in my opinion like no offense like doc rivers he's obviously a legendary coach but i think boon holds what he's got going on it's just way and better they're so good because they got so holiday's gonna take whoever's like hot at the time tatum or Jalen brown whoever and then you have wesley matthews is a good defender he can take any of them and Giannis obviously isn't gonna guard them like to start the possession but if you have to switch on to him like Giannis can do it he can hold his own. And then so Javon Carter, I mean, you know him from college. He's a West Virginia. So it's like they got so many defenders too that they can switch on to whoever whatever works for them. It's just I mean, Boston though has responded pretty much all like against the Nets too. Whenever they it was close or whatever, they ended up responding and winning. And Bucks too, like they bounced back that next game and dominated them. So I'm not gonna count them out yet, but I mean Milwaukee's a they're a force. 
But yeah, I mean, I think that wraps up everything we have for NBA, unless you got anything else to uh, bring in. Um, I don't think I did, but oh yeah, oh yeah, I have one more thing. It, I saw a thing. It was like the every like one, everyone's trying to buy these free agents, but if you look, all the teams left. They're like all oh, they built these teams. Like the Sun, I was go through every team. Like the Suns, they only have CP3 that they bought, but like the rest of the team they built from the draft and everything. Celtics completely draft warriors memphis philly they got hardened but other than that uh milwaukee had got holiday but i mean Giannis is Giannis, so like they that they built that team too the heat are kind of the exception they got jimmy jimmy butler pj tucker and lowry but for the most part i mean you still have all those guys like bam and like tyler hero who are huge for you and then the mavs like they didn't buy anyone they're still the same team pretty much it's like all these teams are built not bought is what it said so it's like it kind of like gives you a narrative like maybe you don't just go out and buy the best players build a damn team around them and so they play with each other for a couple years and get some chemistry yeah lebron and uh <laughs> i mean and the next even, even like teams like the Cavs, like well we're yeah. just Cavs on the up and up they're gonna be a great fucking team too like you know yeah I mean, like think about any team, yeah, like in those playing games, like Timberwolves, the Pelicans, the Cavs, like you said, the young teams are young and got a good future, and so are all these teams. Uh, moving on to the NFL. So uh, here's our uh, fucking Bleacher Report segment of the episode that I always bring up. Uh, they came out with their, like, ranked uh, NFL offenses going into the next year. Uh, Luke, any guesses on where the Bears landed? 28 right on the money <laughs> i swear to god i didn't even see the list either but then we have the steelers at 19 vikings at 13 and packers at nine um i mean congratulations to them i don't think at the end of the year that the packers are gonna end up having a better offense than the vikings but whatever and the number one spot got taken by the bills which i can totally see just as long as josh allen's actually elite all year instead of just in the playoffs What'd you say? You like cut out a little bit. Uh, I was saying how the Bills they got the Just, first spot, okay. but okay. I, mean, I like could see that as long as they could maybe run the ball, and then if Josh Allen is Josh Allen the whole season, not just playoffs. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm trying to. It's like a hard time thinking of who would be better. Obviously, if the Chiefs had Tyreek Hill, they'd be. Yeah, and they were ranked two. Like I was super surprised by that. But I don't know, like who who else would really be ahead of them, like. I don't know. You'd say the Chargers just all around. Yeah, I could see that. But Rams, Chiefs, Chiefs are the Chiefs. They're gonna like. You got to put them top one, two, or three. Like you have to because just who they are and who's their quarterback. Like the Rams getting uh, Cam Akers will obviously be back. Then they just got a Rob. Then I would. I mean, I would even put um the Bengals ahead because they got they build up their whole line. They obviously have three weapons and Joe Mixon running the ball. Yeah. But their offense wasn't like that great last year by any stretch. Yeah, it, I mean the weapons are non- unbelievable. Like it wasn't like a great offense. Like I'm just saying, like their uh, I mean their offense line getting built that's just massive. Yeah, that's yeah, no, that's huge. Um, what was the other team? Like the Raiders, even j- like just offensive. You're talking about like the Raiders are gonna yeah. very tough to stop. Like when you have like a third down situation, you have Devonte Adams. Darren Waller and the best third down wide receiver in football, Hunter Renfro. It's like, that's going to be hard to stop that offense, but. Well, yeah, they also still got Josh Jacobs and Kenny Drake and they're like exactly. uh, back too. solid, good enough backfield too. Uh, moving on. Aiden Hutchinson signed a four year, $35 million deal. Like, wow. But I, I don't know how much like top two picks get paid anymore, but I mean, that's just interesting to think how much, they're getting paid just right out of the gate. I mean, that really shows you how much the difference is between getting picked that high and then just like getting getting picked in later rounds. That's unbelievable. Thirty five million out the gate. Yeah, obviously you get picked it picked that high. They're gonna they have a lot of faith in you, so they're gonna pay you. <laughs> it's just crazy to think. Like I love how we go through the draft and we just like say all these good players and like these teams that got a lot of guys, but. Really and re- realistically, only about two players every team drafts are going to be like turn out to be like really good. 
Oh, like yeah. good. Like not really good. I shouldn't say. I say good. Make it to their second contract. Yeah, like, like the like the Bears had like we picked like eight guys or something like that. But realistically, two of them are going to be good, and maybe one 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 more is going to be like a solid, and maybe another one. But it's like like the Jets, for example, they got all these this talent. You think, but like, will like will they really pan out? We don't know. It's yeah, and especially since all these scouts are saying how like watered down this draft was, but still people are treating it like all these players could be Hall of Famers. I mean, it just fucking really do it every sucks year. because we have no idea. Isn't that what we do every year, though? It's like we yeah. see every, everyone goes in the first round. Maybe we, we shit on maybe five of the 32 guys that go. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're not going to be good. But the rest of them, it's like realistically one round, you're maybe going to get five guys that – are like pro bowlers. Right. It's ridiculous. Uh, moving on, DeAndre Hopkins suspended six games, I believe, for uh, PDs or whatever. And see, I don't think – I think, like, he was being totally honest saying that he didn't know that he took it because these supplements, they're not, like, FDA approved or whatever where companies have to list every single thing they put in their products. And with the NFL – the amount of shit that you can't take is unbelievable. It's like you're bound to take something that you don't didn't know he couldn't take. And they were saying it was something from his recovery. Like if you remember from last year, he got hurt like not too long away from the playoffs. But they were saying he was like trying to recover as fast as he could for the playoffs. That's most likely when he took that supplement or whatever that had illegal whatever. But I mean, I don't I think he's like just how DeAndre Hopkins is. I don't think he's that type of player to try to like cheat the system and you know, all that shit. Yeah. Like whether he did it or not, I don't think he intended to do it just like to better, like, you know, like, like a steroid type thing, like in baseball where like they do it intentionally to hit farther home runs and like hit more home runs. But I think he just did it and not to like be uh, such a better player. Yeah. I think he just did it to be available. Like if he was doing it on purpose. Yeah, because he's been hurt the last couple of years. Um, the next headline in the NFL, there's an arrest warrant out for Earl Thomas for sending a woman threatening test me- text messages. Um, I know to be like a professional football player, I imagine you have to be like a nut in the brain. And I imagine playing football could make you that way. But I mean, I don't know what it, what's up with all these athletes. All It's every year, at least one or two of them are getting popped for like stupid shit like this. I mean, I don't know. I th- I'm pretty sure Earl Thomas's career is over anyway, but I mean, it definitely is now. Yeah, he's done. I mean, not even just having a warrant, whether it goes through or not, it's like he's done anyways. No one wanted him as it is. Yep. And moving on, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, this was like right after I think we recorded last week. He said he's not mentoring Malik Willis and I know like people are really coming at Ryan Tannehill some people are making it like a racing I I bet like I bet like a million dollars it's not a fucking race thing but uh Ryan Tannehill like I get where he's coming from like it's his job they were the best team in the AFC last year like I guess record wise like I imagine he's just like super invested in you know wanting to win a Super Bowl or go at least deep in the playoffs but I mean like I like I said I get what he means like he doesn't why would he like help a guy out take his job but I mean it's just part of football I guess like you got to be that guy for your teammates first of all how old is Ryan Tannehill I don't I mean I imagine like low 30s 33 yeah and he's not that good I'm gonna say it. he's not that good of a quarterback I don't really care so what the I have a, a big problem with this. Like what the they drafted Malik Wilson, what like the fourth round? Yeah. So it's like he, part I doesn't make any sense. Like all every great quarterback has been like a and I think it was Brett Favre, I think when he did it, he said the same thing. But yeah. Brett Favre was Brett Favre. Ryan Tannehill threw five interceptions in a playoff game last year when they were at home in the higher seed, they should have won. The like He's not that he's not a good enough quarterback to say this. Like imagine um Steph Curry, for example, 
um, decided he's like, you know, I'm not coming off the bench. Like, so his situation, Curry's was, you can play, you can start the game, but you're probably not going to play the fourth quarter at all because, or like the third quarter or second quarter, like you're not because he's limited minutes in the playoffs. There's no, I'll come off the bench, no problem. Helps his team win, and they and another thing, Steph Curry and Clay, they didn't have to say like like Jordan Poole. They're like, oh, he's taking our spots, taking our taking our points. No, they embraced it and look how good the team they are. Like maybe Ryan Tannehill should look back and be like, well, I'm not really that good of a quarterback considering I just lost my best wide receiver and I wasn't a good passer anyways. I literally gave the ball to Derrick Henry every fucking play. So <laughs> I don't – like what – I don't think he has any room to talk about I shouldn't be a mentor. It's like, dude, you're not – you shouldn't be a mentor because you're not that good of a quarterback. <laughs> He's right. Oh, yeah, like, like what is he – right. What is he going to show him how to do? Hand the ball to Derrick Henry? <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, like this is a completely different quarterback too. So it's like obviously, I, maybe that's why. It's like you have no right. You're not that good, like of a quarterback. You're 33, first of all, and the Titans, I think, could easily get rid of you without blinking an eye, considering if Malik Willis is somewhat decent his rookie year. Like here's the uh, like thought that I had. I'm not comparing these two at all because I think Ryan Tannehill is way fucking better than Josh McCown, but Josh McCown's like whole career was just built on mentoring young quarterbacks. And like, he got bounced around the league forever. Should he have had a job like for his talent? No, but he was like a great teammate, like taught like a lot of great quarterbacks. And I mean, I know Tannehill, like I said, way better quarterback. He could start for like a lot of teams, but uh, yeah, I mean, it like, for him to like put this on his team and everything, make this drama. I mean, I like, what is he, what is he like really going to do? Like sit down in quarterback rooms and just like shun him. Like I, I didn't really get like why he had to like even say that. I don't, I don't get it. You're so scared of him taking your fucking job. Just play better. It's really simple. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not, you mentor him all you want, but you can also get better in the met in the process. Like if you really think he's the only reason I think he's coming out with this is because he thinks he's going to lose his job. And it's like probably the, if you were that good of a quarterback, you wouldn't be in jeopardy to lose your job. So it's like just play better and you're fine. Yeah, totally right. Uh, moving on, Tyreek Hill versus DK Metcalf. See, these two want to race each other. DK says he has DK speed. But, uh, I mean, Tyreek Hill literally has Olympic speed and like a fucking cheetah. Like I love it when they show on TV where Tyreek Hill would place if he ran the Olympics. But, I mean, I think Tyreek Hill would have no problem being DK. I don't know your opinion on it, but. Yeah, I think I think Tyreek Hill would wax him. I mean, obviously, he's the fastest player in the league in a sprint, I think. And, like, any sport. Yeah, exactly. Like, you literally show it, what he would have done if he was on the track. Yeah. So, moving on, Darius Leonard. This is kind of big news. I didn't even know about this till like, minutes before we started, but – uh. Darius Leonard claimed to fall out of love with football after last season. I mean, I don't really know what that means. Like Darius Leonard's an amazing football player and the Colts like really need him. They have a great team going in the next year, but I mean, that's just so like weird to hear. Like he just doesn't love football anymore. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, especially how like, good he is too. You know, yeah. It's... Like I, I hate like a lot of things. Like I hate playing Madden. I hate play, like a lot of shit just cause I'm really bad at it. Oh, I despise playing golf, love driving the golf cart, but I hate playing golf cause I'm so bad at it. But if I was that good at golf, I'd be on the course every day. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I mean, everything's, everyone's different, but it's kind of weird. Like how NFL players say this, like this happens like a decent amount too. It's weird. Yeah. Then uh, last thing I have, Tom Brady on his TikTok. First of all, someone's got to take his phone. Guys cringe as fuck, but uh, he's admitted to the tuck rule in that Raiders game. But the only thing with this, I have no problem with it. I think it's kind of funny. The only problem I do have with it is that his other six rings, he should admit that he fucking lucked out because like a lot of them are very debatable. But I mean, to win a Super Bowl, you got to be lucky. So I, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you could count. Not even just that sport, any sport, every single, every single uh, champion had something go their way. Yeah. Like that's just how it, and then obviously every, everybody that loses had something go, not go their way. Like that's just sports. Like it's, that's just how it is. 
whether it's like a cheating thing or not, like this is part of sports. Like you can't critique every single person's rings just because one thing went their way. Like it's fun to talk about like, what if this happened, you know, but it didn't like, that's part of it. It's part of the game. So, yeah, I mean, that's funny though. I think he always knew about it, but why, why would you, why would you admit to like, why would you admit to it if you're him? You won the game. It's not obviously that's a huge thing, but the, you play a lot bigger, more minutes than just like that rule. It's just like the like a Giannis and the the Nets last year. If KD's foot is a inch back, not even an inch, a centimeter back, Bucks go home and they don't win the championship. You think Giannis is gonna fucking bitch about that the rest of his career? Like, yeah. oh, not bitch about it, but like people are gonna hold that against. No, it's like it's part of sports. You could go every single team that's ever won and you could pick out one point in the postseason where they probably should have lost just about any team no yeah i mean you're totally right like uh well and i've always wanted to shit on the patriots that whole dynasty they had because i honestly feel like if tom brady's never born then ben roethlisberger has at least four rings but (laughs) I, i mean that that's like a fact i'm actually surprised i didn't say more than four rings but the whole thing like with him cheating even i can't even really hate on it because like every like a bunch of teams a bunch of players have came out and said well yeah i mean it's just what happens like if they're not breaking like rules like blatantly i don't know like i don't know just like stupid shit i don't know but if every team's doing it i don't really give a fuck and that's pretty much what they were doing i feel like the astros situation like everyone uh I think that like someone it wasn't too long ago where they came out with like a someone that's like in baseball. I can't remember if it was a player, foreign player, or whatever. They said if the Astros didn't win the World Series and like another team, like how many other teams would have, then that other those other teams would have got caught. No, oh, like, yeah. Like, and like everyone was doing it. it, just happened to be the team that won it. That's who got the spotlight because they won. There was a huge like investigation with the Yankees too that they were doing it. And it's like, Every well, oh shit, I guarantee it. Yeah. Like, it was just about every team in the league, like I heard, like that was doing it. It's like, it's just whether it was how they cheated is different, but everyone did. They're like saying everyone did it. So it's like, it's just that they happened to win the championship. So they're like, oh, well, we can go after that. Like, it sucks, but like everybody did it. Well, like you just think about baseball, the game's older than the Titanic. Like, yeah, everybody's going to do every little thing they can to win. Everybody knows like how to do certain shit to get your team like an advantage to win. And like stealing signals has got to be one of the oldest like forms, like forms of cheating ever. We did it like in high school baseball for crying out loud. If you're standing on second base leading off and you see the fucking catcher, like, that's why in high school baseball, we would switch to when there's a guy on second or on base, you do signs like with your, sh- not the numbers. It's just common sense. Like that's just how baseball, why wouldn't you, if they're going to sit there and give you a number or whatever, obviously it's a little more complicated. If you can figure out, it's just like football. If you can figure out their play calling, why wouldn't you use that to an advantage? You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? How you do it though is different. Like the Astros using electronics, that's different. They shouldn't have done that, but Every sport, I'm not, I don't condone cheating at all, but every sport, if you can get an advantage on your opponent by like picking up a sign or something, why the hell wouldn't you? How you do it is different, but if you're staying on the sideline or you can hear them when you're on the field, you can hear what they're saying. Basketball, too, if you can hear like what play they said, you know, like this is what they do, that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't even really want to bring this up just because like I didn't play high school baseball, but I played like Babe Ruth and shit. And we had a kid on our team who the entire game, he just watched the opposing team's third base coach and figure <laughs> out their and figure out their stealing signal. And then like when we had come back into the uh, dugout, he just like tell us what he thinks the stealing yeah. signal is. It's like whatever. Every, <laughs> about every team, like so we had like Beckman, obviously that uh, Tom Jank was the coach for years and years and mm-hmm. years, never changed his signs. And our coaches would always, every year they'd say like, every team knows our, our like signals, our signs. It's just whether you execute it or not. It's really right. that simple. So it's, but um, what was I going to say? I totally forget, but yeah, it happens all the time. Like, Oh, high school basketball. Like you're watching film, you pick up on what their plays are you're going to like obviously implement that into like, this is what that play is. 
no, it's like Luke, I know you definitely experienced this because I have too. Like you'll be playing basketball and your point guard will like call a play or whatever, and then you'll have players like literally yelling out your play. Oh, like yeah, they'll yell out, they'll yell out the exact name of your play, and then they'll be like jumping past passing lanes, everything. Yeah. It's like, well, shit happens. Yeah. But I mean, how you cheat though, like if you're doing like what the Astros got caught for, yeah. like actually. I don't know, not just like human, like seeing it, but that's different, but I don't know. Well, I hate to keep going on this, but I also want to say like with the footballs, you know, when they deflate them, yeah, like what, that's, wouldn't that be easier to catch for the defense too? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. And I, I never had a, I, I swear I never had a problem with that. It's like, cause they check the balls and everything and it's just yeah. getting a, it's getting a, it's a competitive, getting an advantage on your opponent. Like, it's not like the I obviously the one thing the Patriots they get uh knocked for is having like drones at other teams' practices. That's fucked up. That is <laughs> fucked up. But like deflating the ball, it's like all right. I mean, I don't see a problem with it. Like still football. You still yeah. gotta execute, you still have to play football. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's moving them will be. I mean, since we just went on that rant, I kind of want to go on this one too. Uh we were just talking about deflated footballs. Let's talk about like the new baseballs and then we'll be um, pitchers obviously having a hard time throwing inside with how the balls are. And pitchers also are getting a lot of flack because they don't have to bat anymore. They think that they're throwing at people on purpose. I mean, I definitely guarantee there's give and take where like a Cubs uh, relief pitcher uh, Thompson, fuck, I forget his first name, but he beamed two guys inside in a row. Like, I understand if you can't throw inside, then don't throw inside. But, I mean, I know the balls are fucked, and I know the guy didn't do it on purpose, but, I mean, it goes both ways. Yeah, like, this is the worst, like, average it's ever been. Like, I think it's – trying to look here. Yeah, 233. It's, like, the lowest it's been in history, and the runs are the second lowest in 40 years with four per per team, like, per team each game. So, yeah, there's something with the balls, like, I love seeing the the um, videos. They like God the they need to like they we loved when the balls were like juiced or whatever, and like guys are like getting hit, and then they they clip to a ball going over the fence. <laughs> like it's so funny. The guy, the one guy, like bunted, and then it like showed a ball flying over the fence, and it was like the it, the videos are great. I love them. There's like a pass ball too. The guy threw a pass ball in the dirt, and then the ball goes over. The fence. <laughs> Just like how much fun that was, but. I think it's something with the baseballs. I don't know. Uh, let's talk about them. Will be though, New York. I mean, both teams. They're big, bing bong in, in baseball right now. Like the the Yankees, Yankees and Mets. Like couldn't look better right now. Doing great. I know their fans are going nuts. I just keep seeing videos of uh, Mets and Yankees fans. But I mean, good for the Big Apple, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they don't even have. Like we talked about this. They don't even have the Grom yet. Yeah, <laughs> at least a couple more wins in every week, every week. But Yankees, I mean, Judge might hit like 60 home runs this year. <laughs> He's a monster. Uh, then also another state that's kicking ass. I mean, if your team's from California and you're not named the A's, you're lighting it up right now. <laughs> not named the A's. <laughs> <clears throat> this is what we wanted, though. The Angels are a team. You have Otani and Trout probably the two most likable players in like all of sports on the <laughs> same team. You want them to win baseball games. So they just can never do it. And trout, I think is leading the MVP race right now. Just typical trout batting like three fifty, just being Mike, Mike trout being Mike trout. It's fucking insane how good he is year in year out. Yeah. Not a word gets said about him. No, but it's just like expected at this point. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, he's top of the MVP. Congrats. So what? what's new? Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb how good he is. Then uh, your twins, I mean, staying hot, seven and three in the last 10. How are you feeling? Finally made the uh, MLB's power rank, top 10 power rankings. About the time we get some respect. <laughs> but we have Joe Ryan. I mean, I cannot last week. He's probably going to win rookie of the year. Um, in the AL, he's just that he's just dominating as a pitcher, and yeah, I love it. We had um last game, we won one to nothing. It was like the first team in a very long time where all nine position players were drafted by the Twins. Jeez, 
Yeah, we had all – it was like – because Royce Lewis got called up because Correa was out, and that was like the ninth guy. Every he made a hell of a play too. Yeah, I know he did. It was awesome. So, I don't know how good of like a hitter he is. I mean, he's kind of struggling, I think, at the plate. But it's just like one game he played. So, he had a, he had a double though. So, or a single, I can't remember. But yeah, it's kind of it was kind of cool when I saw that. It's like every single player was drafted by the Twins, like home twin, homegrown players. I guess is what they said. Oh, uh, then talking about a team that's not so hot, Chicago Cubs. Uh, I mean, obviously we're getting kind of fucked on our schedule, which I mean that's no news. But uh, I mean, last game, last game we had Mother's Day, they get killed seven to one. Uh, Contreras grabbed Mike Muncie in the balls on accident. But, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, the bats are just not fucking there. And pitching is as about as inconsistent as it gets. So that's Cubs for you. There's not good. It's really no. simple. Like, <laughs> it's the, only, the only people that are, like, really worth the damn is Ian Happ and then Seiya. But Seiya swings under every fucking ball pitch to him. And, I mean, he's struggling at the plate right now. But whatever. Yeah, I mean, the Reds might catch you. Oh my God! No, they won't. The fucking they won't, Reds. They they be Pirates in the series. Yeah, they finally win a series against the fucking Pittsburgh Pirates. And <laughs> I mean, if you listening, if you people listening don't know, like just how truly bad the Reds are, like they're on pace to have the least wins ever. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, if they keep this up. Yeah. So. I think yeah, and they were like everyone's saying like Joey Votto has got to retire because. He's in jeopardy of losing his 300, 400, 500, or whatever it is. Because his average is right on 300. His on-base percentage is 415, and his slugging is 516. So, like, the, like he's in jeopardy of losing, and which is, like, a rare club to be in. 400, 300, 400, 500 club, it's really rare. And he's flirting with jumping out of that right now. I wonder where uh, Robinson Cano is at, because he just got, like, dropped by the Mets. And good for them, too. They just said, fuck it. We'll pay your contract. We don't want you on this team. And Robinson Cano is gone. But he's, like, one of them guys. Or no. No, he's not a 3,000-man guy, is he? Like, he doesn't even have the chance for it? No, I mean, he's got – he needs, like, 400 or something like that. Yeah, he's, he's like, 39 years old. But he's not that good. It's, like, hard. I'm going to try if I can see if I can find who's in this. Oh, yeah, like, these are the guys that are in this um, – I'll just name some of them that, you know, like Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, Lou Gehrig, Shoeless Joe, Ty Cobb, Frank Thomas, Manny Ramirez, Chipper Jones, Larry Walker, Ted Helton. Like those guys are in the 300, 400, 500. So if you're Joey Votto and you can get into that, like that's a pretty prestigious club to be in. But I mean, if he jumps, his average is 122 this year. So if he just goes <laughs> down a little bit, he's going to lose his 300 average. Like, He's just retired. Just hang it up. Like, you're not a good team, so what's the point? Uh, moving into college sports. So, uh, Paolo Bancaro is apparently Patrick Mahomes. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but Paolo Bancaro is at a F1 racing event. First of all, one of the cringiest interviews I've ever seen, Paolo Bancaro just seemed like a total weirdo in it. But then the, the guy interviewing him thought he's Patrick Mahomes all the time. I mean, I get it. They kind of look similar. I maybe, kind of see it. maybe their hair, but holy shit. What a, what, like, first of all, Patrick Mahomes ain't fucking 6'10. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I like, didn't even think of that. I mean, I don't know. It's just like, how do you mess up that bad? But I, it sounded like he was a foreign reporter. So whatever. But I didn't even think of that 6'10. <laughs> uh, moving on, B. John Robinson gets a Lamborghini deal. Uh, holy shit like Luke put this in our group chat and I'm like dude pro athletes even get Lamborghini deals and he's like I don't think so and I'm almost positive they don't so I mean this this like NIL deal shit is absolutely wild but I want to know what like Texas alumni like works for Lamborghini now I, <laughs> like what a hookup I thought of another thing about the NIL did you see what obviously it was a while ago the transfer portal thing is like closed now you can't enter it but uh the wong from miami here he said he's like it's like basically free agencies like if you don't upgrade if you don't update my nil deal i'm gonna leave jeez I don't, I, don't, I don't know if they ever did but but the thing is 
what's the most exciting like thing about baseball and or MLB and NFL and, and NBA off seasons? It's free agency. That's where we're getting college basketball, college sports. I love it. It's like free agency. And like, um, I, I'm sure we'll probably hit on it later, but Shireman, Baylor Shireman, the, I, I think we talked about this last time, maybe the South Dakota state guy. He's like, I'm going somewhere where I can be a focal point of the offense and make a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, can't blame him. <laughs> yeah. No, I I'm all for it. But uh, hit up Noah Carter. He said he could help us out and hop on the pod. Hopefully we can get him on, you know, soon. But, yeah, hopefully he can fill us in a little bit on what NIL deals and transfer portal, that whole deal with him going to Missouri. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Hopefully we can get that going. But um, then the last thing I have, the after, like, spring practice or whatever, top 25 teams came out for this next football season. Uh, Alabama won. Uh, Ohio State too, no surprise. Then just some like surprising things that popped out, or not, I guess for me, because like I know how good they played last year, but Baylor's sitting at five, Utah at nine, Arkansas at 10. Um, I went went unranked, but I guarantee we end up ranked by the end of the year anyway. But uh yeah, I mean, just some things to look at going into this next year. Yeah, I, I heard someone say uh Everyone's like all this hype about Oregon and USC. But they're like, U- Utah will win the Pac-12. So, I, I don't know. Because they apparently return everyone or something. Well, and they're unstoppable at home. Them Utah yeah. games are <laughs> absolutely unreal. Their, their quarterback is, like, really good or something. But I hope they win. That'd be cool. Like, yeah. you, you, big USC paying all this money and shit, getting all these guys to come in. Oregon getting just Oregon, you know, and then Utah wins. Yeah. <laughs> awesome fucking love the Utes but um yeah I mean anyway that wraps up the whole episode for me and like unless you got anything else to bring up uh the one did you see um the thing with like the travel for the NFL like the Seahawks yeah. have to travel the most and the Steelers are like the least they don't even have to leave like the region yeah I saw that um the Seahawks have to travel 20 some odd thousand more miles than the Steelers I have it right here 29,446 and then, like, the Steelers are 6,442. Don't have to leave the Eastern time zone. <laughs> like, which is really nice with the Steelers. Well, so, we play the NFC. That's oh, really uh, good. We play the AFC East this year. So, yeah, that's obviously, like, a lot on the East Coast. And then um, mm-hmm. just how our division is, like, the Ravens, I think, are only, like, maybe a couple-hour drive from where Pittsburgh is. And then uh, they're also right next to Cleveland or Cincinnati, like Cincinnati, Cleveland or whatever. They're right there too. Like on the lip of, I forget what lake it is. Fucking one of the great lakes. I think, I don't know. I could be totally wrong, but it's like in that area. So like our whole division is like super close in the first place. But since we got to play the AFC uh, East, like it's even better. Yeah, that helps obviously playing the other side and another thing the seahawks boosted because they gotta go to germany <laughs> like that that boosts their miles a lot but still not leaving the eastern time zone i thought it was interesting germany's got a uh, football game this year yeah apparently that's where the seattle's gone yeah whatever they actually have, like good teams going like packers are traveling somewhere too Usually they send like the worst teams. It's like you guys go play overseas. Yeah, like the Jags like own London. Yeah, well, the Packers are going there now. But uh, Weird. anyway, oh. um, shout out to me for winning the last draft we had. If you didn't listen to it, it was a great draft. But it, we did most dominant or like unstoppable sports movie characters. My team ended up getting like fifty percent of the vote, which is awesome. Uh, I think Luke had a really good shot at it, but you decided to pick a couple of Italians. <laughs> but um, uh, shout out my team. Yeah, I think, by me. I think me getting uh Gus bus and maybe master Shufu really put myself over the top and can't, can't complain with how I played. Stand out. They stand out. Uh, Logan was going through it and he said, master Shufu doesn't count. I'm like, yeah, he's karate. He's like, karate isn't, karate isn't a sport. And I'm like, yeah, but Logan, I have two karate guys. So, like, <laughs> so, so he's like, you take his away, then I take mine away. He goes, that's fair. So he looks up, he looked it up, and apparently it's not a sport. It's a martial art, which isn't the same as a sport. 
but I'm like, well, I have two guys, so it doesn't matter. Well, like, here's the but thing. With, here's the thing with karate. You go fight a guy who does karate and tell me it ain't a sport. One. And then no, that's right. two. Yeah, it's a martial art definition, but two, it's in the Olympics. And I was going to make a third point. There's there. a lot of sports. That, there's a lot of thing, things in the Olympics that I don't think are sports. So. Well, at least cheerleading. I'm not going to get into that. I don't want to uh, offend anyone that plays a lot of these. I don't think anyone that I know or listen plays any of the sports that I'd be thinking of. But, but whatever. I mean, that's how it goes. Uh, we're going to have a draft coming up this week. We're doing the biggest cheaters in sports history. Uh, we're having two good people on. We're having Brock Marbach and Kane Easter. Should be a great draft. Hopefully – it all works out good because our recording schedule is like fuck but uh yeah so tune in for that and as always take your easy little boy in a baseball hat stands in the field with his ball and bat says I am the greatest player of them all Puts his bat on his shoulder And he tosses up his ball And the ball goes up and the ball comes down Swings his bat all the way around The world's so still you can hear the sound The baseball falls to the ground Now the little boy doesn't say a word Picks up his ball he is undeterred Says I am the greatest There has ever been And he grits his teeth And he tries it again And the ball goes up And the ball comes down Swings his bat all the way around The world's so still You can hear the sound The baseball falls To the ground